Angel, how are you? I'm doing well, and how are you, Mama Mac? Oh, just great. Dr. Angel Falzoni, our specialist, our expert, our licensed mental health counselor and PhD. Always good to sit and chat with you every week, which is such a privilege to be doing this show with you. It's just fun, isn't it? Oh, I have so much fun on the show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we started this about a year ago in September, actually, September of 14. We have a website, goyard2014.org, where you can find all the shows we've done up through September. And then at the end of this month, which will be in a few days, our webmaster will put all of October shows there. So, audience, you got a ton of life coaching slash counseling shows that you can uh, access through our website, goyard2014.org. And I know a lot of people do go and listen again. They go back. Some shows don't apply to everybody, do they? No, no. And you know what? And sometimes, you know, we're doing a show and it's really not where you are in your life at that time. And that's cool because, you know what? It may come up right. and you have something to go back and use as a tool. That's right. I cannot tell you the number of people that have said to me that they've gone back and listened to the shows we did on boundary setting. Clear back last fall. That, And I've heard that comment from several people that those shows really spoke to people. So, you know, we got that. We've got shows on domestic violence. We've got all kinds of stuff on our website, goyard2014.org. Avail yourself of all those shows that we've done over the last year. So, a lot of fun. We're talking about an interesting topic tonight, Dr. Angel. We, A lot of times we just kind of wait till later in the week to figure out what we're going to do based on what's going on in our lives and what we see in talking with others and counseling and things that you are doing and uh, occasionally me and just kind of what pertains to us, you know, what we feel. And tonight is one of those type of topics that just kind of came up. It sure did. And, you know, tonight we're going to talk about transitions. Transitions. That's it's my glasses, right? My transition lenses. Not your glasses, Mama Mac. Come on. My transition glasses allow me to, you know, not have a bifocal line there. You I know? know. I do love transitions. I do, too. You know, it's worked for me for a long time. So, anyway, we're talking about what kind of transitions? Life transitions. Okay. Changes. Things that happen every day. We go through so many transitions in a day that sometimes I don't know that we even are aware of it. I think that's true. And not only um, just our daily schedule can change from minute to minute, things you don't plan, especially in your job and in mine with real estate and with the ministry, I find that I can I can have a great plan for the day and it's going to change by about mid-morning, more than likely. The, all the different appointments could very well get turned around. That happens a lot. And sometimes it's a little frustrating, Doctor. 
Oh, absolutely. It can be frustrating when you had a mindset for your day to go one way and things just happen to come up and creep in that are a little bit more important we have to deal with. Right. Changes things around. And so there's change and there's transition. Every day is a change. Exactly. We have a brand new day every day. The date on the calendar changes. But it's a brand new day. It's a new change. It's Isn't that cool that we have 24 hours in a day? That it just, the way that works, we do have a chance every single day to start over, in so to speak. Don't you think? I think that's amazing. We do. It's a start over. Every single right. day is a new start over, but it's a new change. Seasons change. Right. Oh, my. I was just in Indiana for the weekend. And uh, my granddaughter, my precious granddaughter, got married. And uh, we had that fall Indian summer weather in Indiana last weekend that you see on postcards. Oh, my. But they're getting ready to start into winter, and that'll change. So I'm glad I'm here in Florida instead of in Indiana for the winter. But you're right about those seasons. They change as far as weather is concerned. Leaves on the trees, snow on the ground. And not just seasons and weather change, but seasons in our life changes. Oh, and that's what we're talking about today. And that's what we're talking about. Handling life's transitions. And it's, you know, it's a good thing to change, don't you think? I mean, a lot of people, it's scary. Mm -hmm. And we can talk about that. Mm -hmm. And we can talk about the the good things about it. But let's talk about the scary parts first. Absolutely. With change and transition always comes this little word creeper, fear. Yes. You know, because it's an unknown or it's a different or it's an unexpected. And change can be good. We can be going through a great positive change and still fear, feel those feelings of fear and anxiety creep up on us. So anything that's different for us or out of our norm or out of our routine can be very difficult. Can you address that doctor? Because I know there's a lot of people out there that, in life, they've they've been able, maybe they had a job where everything was very routine and they didn't have appointments changed in the middle of the day like I do and you do have that happen. But maybe they've been used to structure all their lives and then they retire, for instance, or they get ill and they're on disability or whatever might happen. Talk to me about that. I mean, what happens to the person who is it was always used to everything being exactly the same all the time, you know? Well, it can become very overwhelming for someone, um, especially when they've just had so many things in their life feel like it's staying constant. Although things are constantly changing, they right. they felt that that safetyness and things being a certain way and same job or whatever predictability. Right. And and so definitely that fear. Sometimes they just don't even know like their purpose. They don't know what they're supposed to do or how to do it. They can fall into depression. They can fall into deep anxieties where they start not wanting to do or engage in things because they're not sure how to do it different. Right. Because they're so used to doing the same, almost like a robot, you know, just day by day goes the same place. Well, you know, that's a great analogy because what happens is they kind of program their brain to accept this data and this information and something different makes their brain have to work differently and they're not used to that and it's overwhelming. Right, exactly. So, you know, it's interesting. We all are born at uh, age zero (laughs) and uh, the changes in a baby, for instance, in the first 12 months... I mean, how, what are they, triple their body weight or more, something like that? I mean, crazy changes. I We have a great friend, Megan, who has this little baby, Zoe Grace, and she just put her picture on the 
on the on Facebook yesterday, seven months old, and wow, the changes in that little girl in just seven months. You you know, know? It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And it, but it's a constant state of change, and we're always in this constant state of change, and it can get overwhelming. So what some people do is not I'll try to stop the change and fight right. the change. Right. So some people will stay, like say, in jobs that they are totally feeling unfulfilled in, that they aren't happy with, that's not using their potential. They'll stay there. Why? Because it's what they know. It's what they know. It's what they're used to. And that change, although can be so much better and utilize their potential, maybe earn them more income, maybe make, give them more life satisfaction, that fear of that change mm-hmm. is so great that it paralyzes some people into staying. The paralysis there, that is a very good point because I know people like what mm-hmm. you're describing that have been in that same job, let's say 15 years and they're so a better offer comes along but it means moving or it means you know learning a new skill you know it's like when computers came around a few years back a lot of people at first were so afraid that they could not learn you know to you know and now our society is so computer and technology driven even my little nephews and nieces and and my grandchildren i watch them on the computers and they're four five six seven years old i saw stuff this weekend that i could not believe they were able to do you know because we now embrace technology our society absolutely right? and our society and our culture has set us up to we have to embrace we that have or to really actually can't function at and do even daily tasks anymore without right. it and so what happens is some people they just feel that anxiety it's so strong that the fear of something different holds them back from moving forward so they try to stop life transitions but we can't there are certain life transitions there's no stopping we are all getting older right we can't put the clock. We can't put the red right. light on. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And so that's when I'll have clients who are in their upper 40s and 50s, and they're acting like they're 22 and 23. Oh, gosh. Their mindsets, they're 22 and 23 because they're so afraid of embracing who they are and what they are now. And each you know, decade of age that we go through has beauties to it. It does. It, it really, really does. does. Honestly. I, and I was thinking that this this weekend with all my kids and grandkids around me and thinking that I really enjoy being who I am and the age I am. And I, I said this to my daughter-in-law, one of my daughter-in-laws there in the kitchen. And I said, you know what, when they say that you can get to a place in life where you don't want to go backwards, you are enjoying the moment, enjoying the next moments coming down the road. I said, I feel that way. But, doctor, not everybody feels that way, do they? No, they don't. So some people try to really hard to put those red lights and stop this from happening. And so they kind of stay stuck mentally in a different age. Although their body is still aging physically, they're stuck mentally in a previous decade or age frame. That And and you look at them and we're we're like, what's going on? Because it's so obvious that something is definitely, there's such a big discrepancy from chronological age to the way they're behaving. I know people that are 60 or older mm-hmm. that dress like they're 25. See it all the time. Do you know that? See it all the time. Do you see that? See I mean, women time. in particular, not men in See particular. it all the time. Do you? I have I have a lot of um, patients I work with, mothers that'll be in their 40s, 50s, and they're dressing like their 14, 15-year-old teenage daughters. I'm like, er. Right. Same same clothes, really. Same, they clothes. wear the same they, clothes. They, they, where I, I've seen it, too. 
And it's we like, talk about this because you, we aren't, you're not 14 or 15 and you need, we need right. to embrace that change because our age has such beautiful things to it. As we age, we grow in maturity and yes. experience yes. and wisdom and, and, and those are great things to have. I mean, I remember I looked a lot prettier when I was 20 and young and cute, but today I embrace the. All I that I've gained through all this experience of life that I can fold into other people. Right. And so when I work with my mentees who are in their early 20s and mid-20s, they have things to embrace in their age. But the amazing thing is, is they have so much more to grow through yes. as they age. Yes. And so some of these things we need to start working toward looking at a different perspective. It's perspective, don't you think? Absolutely. You know, when when people are afraid of getting wrinkles, guess what? You're going to get wrinkles. It's going to happen. And when you're afraid of getting gray hair, I'm starting to get a little bit here. And you know what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it's okay. And it is okay. And when we have that mindset that it's okay, these are changes that are part of living, you know, part of... Of just, I like what you said a minute ago, gaining more wisdom, more life experience, more, you know, you can, you're able to say to uh, somebody you're counseling or a relative or a child, hey, I did go through something similar to that. And you will get, make it through it. This too will pass. It will pass. And you know what? There's so much more validity when somebody has been there and have, have gotten, has gotten through successfully and they're holding someone else's hand who's going there. Now I have an example of somebody who's been there, who's done it successfully, and I can believe that I can do it too. And so using our experiences to pick up the next generation behind us, that's an amazing gift to have and to get to offer. And so many people in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, beyond, have so much to invest in people. But what about the person who says, no, I... I don't, I don't get what you're saying. I've got to stay young. And they feel like their total value is in their looks or their possessions or their uh, size, you know, or, I, oh, I can still wear a size three. Uh, really? Wow. I never could. <laughs> well, and, and that's what I say. We're gonna. You know? We have some self-esteem issues. Right. We have some things we need to work on there because yeah. our value isn't in those outward external things. Our value is based internally on who we are. Exactly. And how we relate with other people. Seasons happen. Seasons come and go. I just went through a major run with my son leaving in the military. Oh my gosh, Dr. Angel. And I tell you what, I was praying for you that day because I couldn't imagine. I None of my sons have gone to the military, but I can imagine this was Anthony's choice. Yes, it was. And this is what he had been wanting to do for a long time. And so we applaud him for that. And Anthony's a wonderful guy and he will be a success in the army. He will, he absolutely will thrive there because it was what he wanted to do. But it means that mama's got to change. And now there's not that plate at the, at the table every night, is there? It changes a lot in our house. And it's (laughs) funny because as a parent, you know, I looked as parenting as my entire goal is to train this person to be a happy, successful adult that contributes to society. Right. And so I did my job. You did. But in doing my job, there's a loss. <laughs> I lost my precious son at my dinner table every night and, and his presence and his company and everything on that daily basis. Right. So it was a very weird day of emotions because as there was that loss of sadness, but mm-hmm. there there was these feeling of success and joy. And it was just these overriding emotions that kind of um, were posing at moments. Wow. But it was a change. It's a transition. I had a weekend of crying a lot. Seriously. 
because my granddaughter, my only granddaughter, got married. My first grandchild, only granddaughter, got married this past weekend. And, yeah, she's old enough to be married and, and all of that. And she's married the most wonderful guy in the world. But when her dad, my son, my oldest son, was walking her down the aisle, there wasn't a dry eye in the place because everybody knew her, had known her from when she was a baby. And, you know, the, the ceremony, all of that. It was a weekend of crying, but yet it was a weekend of laughter and joy and having so much fun, everybody being together, celebrating, but yet those emotions do come in there, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, you experience it in the moment, and you're right. Right. There will be moments of happy feelings, there's moments of sad feelings, and I mean, I will be honest, and uh, it was funny because when we watched my son swear in, I was trying so hard, I'm not going to cry in front of him, I don't want him to know that I'm going to cry in front of him, yeah, I totally cried in front of him. (laughs) But you know what? At least he knows he's loved and he's going to be missed. And, right. And so, but they were real. They were natural feelings in the moment. And that's okay. Oh, it's great. And and feeling those emotions and letting them out, don't you think, is really healthy? It's very healthy. What happens is so many people get stuck and they want to suck them back in. Right. You know, well, I don't want people in public to see me cry. Right. Or to see this. You know, sometimes it is what it is. And right. so we have to experience it as it comes. And so we need to just experience it. Oh, absolutely. When my granddaughter was repeating her vows and then she said a little stuff that was not part of the script after that, she just broke down about how much she loved him. And wow, I mean, that that's a memory that we will all have of how, of how much she treasures her husband. I mean, whoa, so cool. That is so cool. And she allowed herself to be vulnerable. And I think that's the point I want to get to, doctor. That is it. Because in our seasons, we need to be vulnerable. We need to live them and not endure them. Yes, we do need to live them and not just endure them. And and I heard I saw something the other day, a billboard, oh, you can endure this. It said something like that. And I'm thought, thinking, endure? Man, that, that's got a, a, such a negative connotation to me. Sure does. It kind of, yeah, sounds torturous a little yeah. bit. Endure. Endure. Instead of en- enjoy. You and know? can enjoy it. And that's the cool thing. Mm, because Endure you know versus enjoy. That's pretty good. I like that. You know, throughout life, seasons come in our personal lives and they go. And there's seasons of just things that aren't ha- good. They're just, I can remember looking back and just seeing pockets of seasons in my life of just a lot of negative things happening and a lot of th- tragic things happening and unexpected things happening. And it's a season. Right. And so it's working through that season, using our tools, gaining support and getting through that. And each new season we come through, that gives us a little bit more strength right, to handle that next season. The next one. And if we can start looking at these seasons as learning opportunities, don't you think? That's exactly what they are. (laughs) And, And so often instead, I have heard so many people say, oh, if anything bad's going to happen, it's going to happen to me. And I have corrected people and say, don't even say that. Don't even let that come out of your mouth, you know? That's such a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> it is. And yes, negative and bad things happen to everybody. We will they do. go through seasons of just things that aren't happy. Right. And that's okay because those are the times that gives us as opportunities to, to build our supports, to build some tools, to right. gain some strength here and learn how to do this. We might make mistakes in the process, but life is a learning experience. We're learning as we go. And that gives us something else that we can show and pass on to the next person. That's oh, it does. Well, this happened to me when, you know, yeah, and explain the things that have happened and what you learned from it. 
Exactly. It's that what you learn from it. Remember the uh, oh, the Karate Kid, the first mm-hmm. movie. I do remember the first movie of Karate Kid. Right. And the way he was teaching him, you know, and all of that, you know, and uh, it that was that was just inspirational to me. Clear back when I first saw it, you know. But Grasshopper, you know, whatever, you know, learning from him. And if we have that as a goal that we are trying to learn from this negative thing or or hurtful thing that's going on, our show last week, and if you missed it last week, people, you can go to our website and catch it, Hurt People Hurt People. And it was about the fact that everybody's hurt, but the ones who are are so hurt that they just in turn turn all that hurt on other people it it it's never good <laughs> it becomes a vicious cycle and so here's what happens sometimes when people are going through life seasons is that first of all we're not embracing the season or even acknowledging that this is the season that I'm in and so we try to kind of stuff it and try to control as much as we can and we start building like walls of protection especially right. when they're negative things and we talked about those walls what's in our wall what's right. in our wall or is our wall you know, full of shame and anger and regret and disappointment and fear. What is in our walls that we're right. building? Right. And you know what? It's funny because I'll have someone come to me and they'll say, but Dr. Angel, I'm afraid to take this next step. I'm afraid to take this job offer. I'm afraid. And I said, okay. Yeah. Do it afraid. Yeah. It's okay to be afraid. Do it afraid. I, I really like think that. that. They can only make a change in the absence of fear. Oh. Oh, no, no, oh, no. that's good. I like that. I'm writing that down. Whoops, that's a bell ringer. There we go. <laughs> Do it afraid. Explain that one more time to our audience well, and what you mean by that well, and how that can help each of our listeners. Being afraid or having fear of, of change or transition is natural. It's going to happen. Right. There's things that we don't know. We don't have tools, maybe. We don't, we're not sure what to expect. There's a fear that we're building up in our minds about right. what is this going to look like. And a lot of people will just say, well, because I'm afraid, I can't do this. Yes. They think that's the, the clue to stop. To stop. Oh, well, that's my warning sign. I should stop right. because I'm not feeling all positive feelings about this. I'm feeling fear. Okay. But when we look at it, this change, and there's all these positive attributes that can happen through the course of this change, do it afraid. You right. can be afraid and still take those steps forward. It reminds me when you're talking there that movie Braveheart. Remember, it was Mel Gibson I many never, years ago. You never saw that? Saw that. Oh wow! But it, but just basically that he didn't matter what the what the, he was facing. He was he, he had courage. He did it brave, bravely, regardless of what it was going to mean. You know, and I think that it's a challenge to our to where we are in life when we can say, I'm, I don't care what I'm feeling. I may feel anxiety. I may feel fear. I may feel, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway, because this is a season I need to walk into and I need to move into, right? And, and take those steps. And, and feeling fear is totally normal. It's totally natural and it's okay. Um, when my little, my boys were younger, they, we love going to amusement parks. Some they've always loved to do. We live in Florida. We have so many choices. Right. So we would buy season passes and go. And they like those fast, exhilarating rides. And yeah, I'm not a liker <laughs> of fast, oh, exhilarating rides. either. In fact, I'm scared to death of them. Right. And I wrote every one of them with them. Oh my gosh, did you? Because I was not going to let my fear of this ride wow. 
rob me from the memory of experiencing these with my kids. Oh, that's too cool. And my face would be white as a ghost. I'd be in prayer on half of the rides. My kids <laughs> teased me to death. I cried on some of them. They would tease me endlessly, but I was on every one of them with them. Oh, wow. And so, and I know it's a small, silly kind of no, example. No, that's a great example. And your boys probably will never forget all that. But no. mom did. And mom did it afraid. And I was scared yeah. to death. Right. Right. And so I think fear is one of our biggest enemies in life. I really do. And because it is an effort to stop what we need to move into. So we're going to talk more about these seasons and how to handle these transitions in our lives. Listen to this song and don't go anywhere. This is Goyard. There I go. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Is it time to consider a new pool enclosure or beautiful screen room for your family's enjoyment? Family owned and operated, Boils Aluminum is the place to call for timely installation of all types of seamless guttering and screen enclosures. Boils Aluminum is A-rated on Angie's List and with the Better Business Bureau. Check out their website at boilsaluminum.com or call today for a free estimate at 727-504-9354. Mention this ad for a discount on your project. Boils Aluminum, treating you like family with honest and reliable service. And Dr. Angel, and we are talking tonight about handling life's transitions, the seasons in our lives, and how we can handle those times and not let those times just, you know, kind of get us depressed and discouraged and defeated and scared and afraid, even though we're going to have a measure of that fear. But 
we can really learn from transitions and it can be a wonderful thing, right? Oh, absolutely. And sometimes, you know, life, some of these transitions we work towards, um, you know, kids who go through school and all of a sudden now they're faced with graduation and this is amazing positive moment and there's so much fear i've i've watched seniors totally blow their senior year off so they would get held back because they were so afraid of that next step right absolutely i just heard about somebody the other day who felt that way about college and Mm -hmm. enjoyed college so much that they extended another year and then another year and at the end of six years i mean the parents were going okay how many more degrees you're going to get but this person was saying but i just love being in school and being a student i can remember that feeling can you what it was like absolutely i totally can remember that feeling you're still in it all the time you've been (laughs) going to school forever dr angel Um, that's why now you're doctor that's why (laughs) but there's a safety net in being that college student there's someone else kind of handling those major responsibilities and now we're set free in life and although that's what we've worked towards and we want it's scary still scary and so sometimes people will try and stop that transition instead of embracing Mm -hmm. what they change in and a lot of especially college students because they work with a lot of them they get um they think they're going to graduate with their bachelor's degree and they're going to come on and they're going to get that sixty thousand dollar a year job and they're working at you know, Target and Walmart when they first get out of college because the job market isn't where it needs to be. And, right, sure. And, and they're like, how can this happen? I went to college. It's it's okay. It's the step that you're in today. Mm-hmm. And we'll start making plans towards next steps and keep work, you know, moving you forward. Take the step. Right. You know, and so even positive changes and transitions can be very overwhelming at times. Think about, because you and I are both mothers and I'm a grandmother, you're not that yet. You're not a grandmother yet. Oh, you're no. too young for that. But, you know, those seasons, you know, the early years, and some of our listeners can relate to this, the early years of childhood, when you, I mean, when you have the little babies, you had three very quickly, I did too. And so when you're going through that stage, you get out, finally get out of the diaper stage, you know, and you get out and you're moving into the school stage and then the ball games and all that those seasons, I think for a lot of parents, they just think back, oh, life was simpler when they were younger. Some of my kids were talking about this the other day. When the kids were younger, really, life was not as complicated when they were doing the diaper thing and the, you know, learning to walk. It was a lot easier than the choices that kids have to make when they're 9, 10, 12, 15, 18. Right, but you know what? The funny thing is, when you're in that diaper phase, you're so overwhelmed. You like, are. Oh, these diapers to change. I'm up through the night. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and you're in that stage, and you're you're feeling so overwhelmed with that stage. But see, if you didn't have that diaper stage, you wouldn't have the strength to take those older stages. So. You know, life prepares us in a sequential way. It does. To handle that it next does. stage. Isn't that cool? And it's, it is cool. And it's funny because I hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, when they have teenagers or older children and they're like, oh, I just wish they were babies again because I right. really like this baby stage. And they just kind of get stuck in that one mentality. And I remember thinking with my own kids. As they went through the stages, and I remember almost these designated lines of where you can see them cross these developmental milestones. Isn't that true? I remember that, too. Totally. And I remember every time they were in a certain stage, I enjoyed that heck out of that stage. Yes. And found all the fun and positive things. I mean, dinosaur walks and just got creative when they were little and used their imagination. 
But when they left that stage, I was okay for this next stage. And I enjoyed the heck out of right. the next one. And I never started looking back going, oh, I wish we were back there because this stage has so much cool stuff we can do now. But is that because you were trained and you knew that, okay, we're moving out of that stage into this new one and you embraced it, you embraced it. And I think a lot of people don't embrace the changes in their lives, hence why we're doing this show tonight, because we can get stuck and we can get back stuck in the memories. Oh, I wish I was back there. Well, you're not ever going to be. 30 again. If you are now 50, you're not going to be 30 again. So we're not going backwards. We're not going backwards. Right. Except for that do. one movie. Do you remember that one movie? I forget the name of it, but the guy was born as a real old man and then he went backwards. I, uh, I know what you're of, talking about. Brad Pitt was in that or something? I don't remember, I don't know. but I know what you're movie. talking about. Yeah. But other than that, that doesn't happen. No, it's not going to happen. And so what will happen is, you're right, they'll get stuck in that previous mindset and they're missing mm-hmm. all the joys mm-hmm. in the stages they're in now. Right. And yeah. there are so many gifts and in, in, in each stage as our kids grow or each stage that we go through, even the difficult rough patches of my life, I have so many amazing treasures. I found so many little oh. tokens of treasures in those times of my life. And when I was feeling so beat down or overwhelmed or I remember telling when I was in my late 20s, it was such a hard time for me. And I remember I felt like I could just breathe through a coffee straw. That's how I, that's, I couldn't feel like I was even breathing. My life wow. was so overwhelming. Wow. And but there's so much cool stuff that also went on in those times, too. And so I wouldn't give any of them up for anything in the world. No, no. Because all of those seasons and all of those transitions that we have to make at some point, we can't control that our kids go from first grade to second grade unless we want to hold them back and keep holding them back when that's not realistic. I have I work with parents that do that. Oh, seriously? And they will beg and beg for their kids to be retained. And there's absolutely no academic reason for this child to be retained. The parent's just not ready for the kid to move forward. Seriously. Absolutely. That may be one of you listeners out there. And so here is a key to handling transition. Embrace it. Embrace it. Okay. And and not endure the next season. Enjoy it. Yes. So enjoy, embrace, and, and look for the things that you can learn from it. And again, you know, I bring this word up a lot on this show. Journal it. Yes. Oh, this is a great time. Scrapbooks. That's been one of my oh, favorite things. Oh, I know. Things. I and know. We make thematic scrapbooks. So like when we go on a vacation, I'll make a scrapbook of that vacation so we can just, you know, have those remembrances of that event for for us to well, go back and over. And my sister started doing that, but she for, used to be in scrapbooks and my daughter-in-law did too. But now they've gone to these books that you can do, Peekaboo or whatever they are. Yeah, the digital ones. The I digital love them. ones. I do Snapfish, those. whatever. Yes. And you can create a book. And my sister has created a lot of books for us now. And it is fun to look at those books. And they're, they don't, the f- pictures don't fade. The pages don't tear. I mean, you know, it's really a nice keepsake thing to do. They're great. You know, one of my kids' favorite things to do is to go pick up one of the books from our lives and look at it and talk about the happy things that yes. was going on. And- but that's embracing the transition. Absolutely. It is embracing it's- the transition. Yeah. So it means we recognize we had joys in our past, but we can have joys in our present too. Oh, yeah. And when we look at those and reminisce over them, that's great. But it also gives us an opportunity to realize that life is progressing on. It is. And to somehow internally accept that fact. And I think, 
you know, when you hit those milestones in life, like 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, those are usually interesting birthdays, don't you think? I mean, they really are. I mean, they can be fun. I remember when I turned 60 and my my sister and the big party and all that kind of stuff. And I was thinking, you know, this is kind of a weird thought to think that I'm out of my 50s. I mean, it's for a lot of people, it's hard mm-hmm. to do that, you know? Oh, yes. I mean, even have a party or even acknowledge. I remember my 50th. I remember my 40th. I remember them very well. Those, I don't remember 41 or 44, but I do remember those monuments. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I know what you mean. And those are just embracing a new decade. And, Mm -hmm. you know, some people do it with grace and dignity. And some people, they go kicking and screaming. They're going because we can't stop the clock. Right. You know, and it's funny, I have a great aunt getting ready to celebrate her 100th birthday wow. in March. She still lives independently on her own. Wow. And she's an amazing woman, and it's been such an inspiration to me. Wow, that's so cool. And she's got a wealth of things to share. So much things you to know. share. I love getting to talk to people who've lived more life than me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they have so much to teach me. Oh, and I absolutely. love working with people that I've lived more life than because I have things I can pass on to them. Oh, absolutely. And that's what makes the world go around. So if you're feeling like you're struggling, find a mentor and find a mentee. Absolutely. Start doing something about your struggle. Yeah, I, that's... And that's what we want to talk about on this show is handling these transitions. Mm-hmm. And that's a good way to handle it is to really talk to somebody, find somebody. Somebody will appear in your, in your, you know, your uh, arena. Absolutely. You'll find all, there's always people who need someone to mentor them. Right. They're all over the place. And there's always people further down the road who want to be a mentor to someone because they have something to add. And exactly. And you know, the two probably most valuable relationships in my life have been my mentors and my mentees. Okay, you want to define those for some of our audience that may not know exactly what you're talking about? Where do I find a mentor or a mentee? You know, well, you somebody know may be asking that. A mentor is just somebody you respect who's a little bit further down the road than you are, who has... That can, it's a personal relationship that has something to invest. I consider you a great mentor for me. Great. Great. And then a mentee is somebody that I'm further down the path for so that I can invest into his or her life. Exactly. And those are very close, intimate relationships and they have been valuable to me. And they can just provide that little extra nudge of encouragement or wisdom or, hey, you can make through, make it through this. Or here's how I handled that when I, my kids were that age or whatever. Absolutely. And then when you're investing into a mentee, you can see how you've been, how you've gotten through and how much you've gotten through and where you're successful. It builds your confidence. When you talk about those things to right. a mentee, let's say, yes. okay, you, you find your confidence soaring you, and you find your resilience, I guess is a word that I want to talk about that comes out and you, because it reminds you that you did make it through that transition. You did get through that season and you were better off because you had to go through it. Absolutely. You, you know, know? some people, it can be, find a lot of purpose in this. Yes. Our purpose is investing in lives and others. That's an amazing purpose to have. And oh, so absolutely. When you can take someone who is, you know, less down the path and needs some guidance and you've been a little bit further, not that you know everything, right? but you've walked a little bit more life and have some experience that you can share and pass on. Things that you've been successful with, things you haven't been successful right. with. Right, right. Uh, this past weekend, I, of course, I have a lot of grandkids, so one of them was struggling with some couple classes and and uh, I said, he said, he said, my teacher doesn't like me. My teacher doesn't like me. 
Okay, let's talk about your teacher. So we started talking. I said, now I'm going to talk to you instead of your grandmother. I'm going to talk to you as a high school teacher, which I was, and give you some another side of this. Okay, you're doing this and this in class. You're falling asleep. You're not paying attention. How do you think the teacher feels? You know, and, and I was able to kind of turn things because of that season in my life when I was a high school teacher. You know, and grandson was listening. He was listening. I won't mention his name, but he was listening and taking it all in. But it was that kind of contributed here to hopefully him seeing things a little different and treating his teacher maybe a little differently because of that conversation. And having I hope. And well, yeah, of course. And having those kinds of relationships are so invaluable because they help us with perspective. Yes. And accountability. Right. And confidence and self-esteem and instead of wallowing and, and crying boo-hoo, I'm in this, you know, I'm this age or I haven't accomplished what I wanted or I'm my kids are moving out or whatever that change is and you're feeling that self-pity party. Right. Stop. 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 And start finding some lives to invest what we have in and finding a life to help invest in. Grow, helping us get a little further down our path. You are so right, Dr. Angel. And this show is handling life's transitions. We have to handle them. We have to deal with them. And when we go into a new season or a new transition, kicking and screaming, if you will, it's just going to hurt us. Oh, absolutely. And everyone around us. And we'll make everybody miserable by our behavior a lot of times by not being willing to, uh, for instance, somebody I know, The husband has had opportunities to get a better job and has been encouraged to get a better job in his field. Are there opportunities? Yes. What he doesn't want to, he wants to stay right there. Financially, it's hurting them for him to stay right in the same position he is. So people that have been around that bar and can encourage somebody like that, you can do this. Absolutely. And finding someone who maybe is working for that company right. or has taken that transition so that they can, you know, help give you a little confidence and encouragement. Those are amazing things to have. And so when I'm looking for a mentor, I'm always looking for someone who's a little further down that path that I want to go on. Right. Right. That has, there's no arrival. And I think that's where people get stuck in life is they think, oh, that's good. Oh, there's this like this finish. I have arrived line once I can meet this goal or do this thing. We are not living, no. life is not, it's not an arrival. It's, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. And there is no arrival. There is growing. It's continually merging it's and becoming. Just like our body has, our cells and our bodies change constantly, mm-hmm. right? Uh, all of that. Just as all that happens, every part of our lives does change, whether we want it to or not. It Absolutely. will. And the amazing thing is that we have the power to change our lives at any given moment in time we want. Right. By just some making different choices. Right. By changing our perspective, by putting some action. Here's the thing I find a lot of people, they want to talk about change. Oh, they're going to tell everybody about, oh, we're going to do this change. We're going to start this new job. We're going to do X, Y, Z. Going to go on a diet. Yeah. And then three months down the line, they haven't put any action to words. Right. And so what I'm going to tell people, I encourage them, forget the words about the change. Start doing the change. Just do it. Just do it. Right. Because what happens is they get the accolades, they get the praise, they get the reward for the change and they don't have to do it. Right. So why do it? Oh, that's a good, because when they announce it at the office or at home, okay, I'm going to lose, blah, 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 or I'm going to do this. Oh, I've worked with so many people and they're great talkers and they have so many amazing ideas and everyone is fed into them. Oh, that's amazing. That's great. I'm proud of you. Blah, blah, blah. 
Now putting in the action takes some effort, energy, dealing with some fears and unknowns. They're not ready for that. They've already gotten all this positive feedback Whoa. and they didn't have to do the change. Well, that's a good way to look at it. It's true. Yeah. So what I tell people is don't don't talk about it. Just do it. Just do it. Just Nike do it. was right with their slogan so long ago, just do it. Just start doing it. Yeah. Just start making those steps towards the change. And so when we do that, oh, I mentioned the word journal earlier. I want to go back to that. I think for me, I'm just going to say for me, when I've hit, when I have certain goals and I have things that I can look at, like, okay, running, let's say you, I I can't run anymore because of a back injury, but, but I used to, and I had charts, you know, and accomplishments. And, um, when you, when you have that kind of thing and you've marked it down or something that helps me with the process of that transition, getting into what? Well, how? What did they say? Twenty-one days to a new habit. Yeah, twenty-one days and and a new habit. So it's consistency, right? It's doing it. It's effort. It's energy. It's putting that out. And don't you think that is an important word when we talk about transitions? Is being consistent in this new transition, whatever it is, new job, go to work every day, get up, be on time, look good, feel yes. good, positive attitude. That's, you know, a lot of people will go into the transition and with that self-defeating, oh, I'm not going to do this right. Oh, I'm going to do everything wrong. Oh, I'm bad. What if my boss doesn't like me? And what if I can't do this? What if I'm not smart enough or cute enough? Right. It will happen bad if we expect bad things to happen. But when we go in, it's, you know what? I'm going to give this the best I have because that's all I have to give. And I'm going with both my feet running on this. Right. You're going to be successful. Absolutely. So a lot of this, what I'm hearing, doctor, as we're talking today, a lot of it is just attitude, don't you think? Oh, totally. The song we played, that last one, about change, change in life. I mean, seasons are going to change. Winter is coming to Indiana. Yes, it is. (laughs) And to a lot of this country, it is coming. And Indian summer, we were talking about Indian summer this weekend, of just about how cool that is, having those few days that happen. Not always, they said. doesn't happen every year which is interesting, but those few days where it's almost like you're back in summer again, you know, it's just, wow. But you know, they were all saying the other night around the campfire, we know snow's coming. It's coming fairly soon, you know. So when we, when we accept, this is what I hear you saying, Dr. Angel, the change that's coming, we accept the new season and instead of dreading it, instead of being afraid of it, instead of keeping ourselves up nights worrying about how we're going to handle the new job or or the kids turning teenagers or whatever, life goes better. It sure does. And just start <laughs> taking those steps and moving forward to embracing those change. Exactly. And it's okay. Life is going to change. It's supposed to change. That's the whole kind of purpose of life. We're set up on this change continuum. Every day you're another day older. You're never going to get back what we had yesterday. Right. And it's okay. And what about the, the listener that says, all right, doctor, I understand that, but I am still having a hard time struggling with how my life totally is changing from this season to the next say all the kids are leaving the house mm-hmm. empty nest sy- syndrome is a good one to talk oh, about because a- it happens to a lot of people yes. and that's a real life change when you've had kids in your house for 20 years or whatever 
Oh well, yeah, it's like kids. going from 100 to you know 10. It is a huge life change. I mean, even I'm learning how to cook dinners over again. I'm used to yeah, because Anthony was a big eater, wasn't was he? Huge eater. Yeah. So I'm learning, you know, how to grocery shop different and do it different. And so what I'm going to tell you is start finding things to embrace in that season. Okay. And one of the things I found that I could embrace with uh, having two children at home is financially we can do different things because it's less oh, yeah. expensive to pay for two than for three. So I took my kids to the seafood festival this weekend. Oh, cool. I would never have been able to afford it with three. Yeah. Because it would have been a lot more money. Because but now that we have <laughs> we have two, we you know, we have a little more budget to stretch and we can do different activities. Yeah. Now. That's great. So that's a positive and that that's was a come positive from it. change. Even though you miss Anthony totally missed him. Tremendously, but still it's a positive change. But now we can do this. And so this season has its blessings and mm-hmm. its positives to it mm-hmm. and then when june comes along i'm gonna have another one graduating out that's of the right <laughs> i know the second one will be doing something college or whatever yes. he's gonna do so you're right there this is a show for you dr angel i know <laughs> but you know what when that happens it's finding other things so right. when we go from our life being in 100 with all these kids maybe you can start doing a hobby you've always wanted right. to do or take those timeouts and take an extra vacation take a vacation use that money that you were always doing this for that for and, and, and do something nice for yourself indulge yourself i mean you know no but i see so many parents do is they make like these shrines of their kids' bedrooms. Oh, like I know. They That's were 12 ridiculous. years old, and these rooms stay these shrines. And they're they're stuck there. And they're just yeah. always talking about, oh, and the kids, oh, and the kids. We can still live life. Right. There's so much to I do. I love the commercial where the kid comes home from college, and the parents have remodeled the house, and the kitchen is huge and everything. And, and he says, well, wait a minute. Where'd you get all this extra room? I didn't know. And where's... By the way, where's my room? And he opens the door, and there's just a cot. There's just a little yes, tiny I space, and it's all he's got is a cot. And but you know what? They're the ones living there now, so they should enjoy the big kitchen. And you know, it's a great commercial to show that they embrace that change. That's right. They couldn't have that great kitchen when they had the kids because they need the space, but now they can. And that's, right, that's what we're talking about. Right. The problem is it. sometimes kids come home later in life. They do. Sometimes. Yeah, they do. Then you'll just have to figure it out. Yeah, but if they have that little bedroom with a cot, they won't stay they won't real stay long. long. There you go, doctor. There you go. I love all this. I hope this has been a helpful show to you listeners because it has to us as we, Dr. Angel and I both are experiencing a lot of life changes with our families right now. And and uh, I hear, I'm going to go back over this. Tell me, endure versus enjoy. Absolutely. We want to enjoy our life. We do not want to endure. Endure sounds painful to me. We want to get out there and we want to find the joys and whatever life transition and season that we're in, there's always going to be some nuggets of joy. Okay. And so do it afraid. Tell, tell us about that one more time. Uh, doing it afraid doesn't, it means that we don't have to let the fear go away. We just do it anyway. Just Ooh, do it. it even Ooh, there you go. It's a rhymes. Nice poem. All right. And the consistency. And, and anything with consistency is going to start becoming a habit. Right. And so when we want to make a change, we need to start putting some consistency and making one step towards that at a time. Um, toward whatever change that we're wanting to make. Okay. And you said early on, quit fighting the change because yeah. it can paralyze you, correct? It's Yes, it can be very paralyzing. So change is happening. We can't really stop it. So let's just embrace it and stop right. fighting it. Right. And, and move into our seasons. Don't be... Lean into it. I've heard that term. I like that yes. term. Lean into it. Lean embrace into it. it. Yeah. 
Woo, absolutely. Okay, Dr. Angel, it's been fun as always. We hope this show has helped you, dear listeners. We want to hear from you. Our Google text number is 888-417. I'll back that up. 727-888-4171. I'll give it to you one more time since I messed it up. You can text us anytime with show ideas or questions. 727-888-4171. Go to our website, goyard2014.org, O-R-G, and listen to these past shows. And, of course, tune in next week, same time, same station, and welcome all you Starcom Media Network listeners scattered around the globe. Welcome to all of you. We want to hear from you. And email us at goyard2014 at gmail.com with your questions, and we will answer you. And have a great week. This has been Dr. Angel and Mama Mac bringing you Go Yard. And we'll see you next week. Hit those home runs in life, guys. Good night. <laughs>